Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. Matters have taken a turn for the worse aboard the Clara M., last of the clipper ships, bound on a cruise round the world with Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen aboard. In our last episode, we heard how the crew, led by a sailor named Limey, mutinied and took the ship over. One of the crew, however, Scotty McTavish, refused to join the others and was bound to his bunk. Jimmy, unable to sleep and in search of someone to talk to, came upon Scotty and released him. Together they made their way to the radio room, hoping to send a message of distress to the San Jose, a South American liner now steaming toward the Clara M to take off the badly injured captain. Scotty and Jimmy began to send a call of distress, and then... But wait. Listen. You're doing it, Mr. McTavish. You're doing it fine. Hi, laddie. I am. What? Lamey. I'm a gun, McTavish, and I know how to use it. Take your hand off that radio, okay? Take it off, I says. You're a dead man. So you was trying to send a message to the San Jose, eh? Aye, trying, but not succeeding, I'm thinking. The better for you. For I swear, McTavish, the life of him, what stands in me way, is not worth tapping. Now, you'll both come along with me. Where are you taking us, Lamey? On deck. We've born to be in the radio man all tied up. There's no doubt you're precious Mr. Kent as well by this time. Now, come on, get moving. Lamey, Lamey, I appeal to you again. You cannot do this thing, man. I'm a doing of it, ain't I? But the captain, Lamey. Don't you know, man, the captain's a very sick man. Or you'd no kill the man by not letting him go aboard the San Jose. It can't be done and you know it. Now, listen, every man jack of this crew, even you, Scotty, is wanted by the maritime authorities for one reason or another. Some of us are stole, some of us has committed murder, oh, gosh. and our pictures have been pasted up in every dock office throughout the world. What happens, I ask you, when the San Jose comes alongside, eh? We recognize that spot. Put an iron. We ain't going to be recognized, see? We're going to take this here ship and we're going to sail it to freedom, see? I see. Then let me warn you. There now. Up this companionway to the deck. Come on. Play me, man. One request. Get along, you know. You'll no be hard on the lad, will you? It was me that made him come with me to the radio room, and it was me that forced him and to... And that isn't so, Mr. McCarthy. No, quiet. I'm grateful to you for trying to cover me, but, well, I can't let you do it. Limey... I was just as anxious to send that message of distress as Mr. McTavish was. Oh? I don't care whether you know it or not. Slippy little beggar, ain't you? Like to run off at the mouth, don't you? Well, we may find a way of changing your mind, my lad. You'll sing a different tune before I'm done with you. Looks like the entire crew is on deck, eh? I see Mr. Barnaby and the radio man, but I didn't see our Mr. Kent. Huh? Blimey, that's peculiar. Irish! Huh? Where's Clark Kent? Well, uh, I'm thinking the man's a leprechaun, Lamy. A uh, uh, will of the wisp, so to speak. Speak plain, speak plain. Well, he wasn't in his cabin, Lamy, and he's nowhere else to be found. 
Some of the lads are looking for him now. They can't escape, Mr. McTavish. I heard that. Don't you think for one moment he's escaped us? He must be aboard the Clarion somewhere, and we'll find him, never fear. Well, perhaps we will, but we've got to discover where he may be at. Not in this cabin, eh? Well, then, we'll just see. Come on, lads, follow me. Not in my cabin is right, Limey. I'm up here in the crow's nest, if you want to know, as Superman. Lucky for me, I'd gone to Captain Hawkins' cabin to see how he was getting on and was returning to my own cabin when I saw the beginning of this mutiny. Well, there's nothing to worry about now, Limey. Everyone's on deck, and off in the distance, I can see the smoke from the San Jose. She'll be alongside in an hour or two. Wait a minute. We've changed our course, haven't we? Well, we'll just have to change back again. Instead of sailing away from the San Jose, Mr. Helmsman... I'll see to it that you sail this ship toward her. Down! Down! You there! You at the wheel! Oh, you been Yemeni, I've been seeing things. You won't be able to see anything if you don't do as I tell you. Hard over on that wheel, south by east, and quick about it. And look, mister, I don't know where you come from or who you are, but you don't give me orders. I show you that. Oh, no, and... I'll show you. Oh, 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 my arm, you must break it. Oh. Hard over on that wheel. Yeah, yeah, sure, like what you say. And keep her there. Oh, you think so, hey, mister? Well, me, I don't think so. The others, they see you now. Maybe you can twist my arm, but by golly, you cannot twist the arm of all them other fellas. Yes, <laughs> they've seen me, all right. And here they come, with Limey at their head. Something tells me Superman will have to hand them a little surprise. What's coming off here? What's coming off? Hey, wait, you where'd you come from? It's Superman. Mr. Barnaby, McTavish, look. Now do you believe me? Why, the great hard fool, he looks like a Superman, but... Uh... Superman, is he? We'll see about that. You. You in that fancy costume. I've got a gun, see? Oh? Now get away from that man at the wheel or I'll let you have it. Fire away, Limey. Think I won't, eh? Well, I'll change your mind. <laughs> We've been sitting hell a bit. I've never seen nothing like it. Bulletproof vest, that's what he's wearing. Well, you won't last long when the lads get through with you. Come on, lads, jump him. Oh, and don't take a two with you. Step up, gentlemen, step up. I'll take care of you. Oh, sorry, old man. Oh, hit me with a belaying pin, would you? After all you've done is bet the pin. No, 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 don't. Don't run off like that. Wait, here's something for you. Ah, come on, boys. Don't hold back. Step up, one and all. Limey. Limey, why are you hanging in the background? Come on, Limey. Let's have a little fun together. Stay come away on. From me. Stay away from me, officer. And what good will your bullets do? I'll show you. Ah, you see, Limey? Now I'll show you what I can oh. do without bullets. Oh. Oh. That finishes Limey. Now the rest of you men get below. Mr. Barnaby, this is your crew, or it was. Take charge here and try to do a better job of it. Aye, sir. And now, sir. I'm off. Superman, wait. Up, up, and away. He's gone. Aye, lad. What a good thing for us. He was nearby when this mutiny took place. So that's the fellow you call Superman, is it? You bet, Mr. Barnaby. Now do you believe me? Where'd he come from? Nobody knows. He just appears when someone's in trouble. Oh, I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't have seen it with my own two eyes. Uh... A lot of strange things have been happening on this ship. But this ain't the time to stand around wondering about it. Come on, Scotty. 
Help me get some of these men up on their feet. Nice, right, sir. Come on up. Oh, Jimmy, lad, you'd better be trundling off to your bed. Oh, okay. Oh, but first, I've got to find Mr. Kent and tell him what happened. Good night, Mr. Barnaby. Good night, Scotty. Good night, Good night. Good night. An hour later, with the Clara M. once more peacefully riding a soft swell, and the lookout perched from the crow's nest watching the approaching steamer, the San Jose, Peak Barnaby limps down a companionway and pauses at the door of Clark Kent's cabin. See me, Mr. Kent? Yes, Barnaby. Sit down. Uh, thank you, sir. I guess you want to talk to me about the mutiny that happened a few hours ago. Yes. Jimmy told me all about it. I understand that San Jose has been sighted and should be alongside in an hour to take off Captain Hawkins. I'm going to have her escort us into Caracas. Now, why would you be doing that, Mr. Kent? So that we'll be sure of reaching land safely. We can't take a chance with a rebellious crew, Barnaby. It's my intention, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, to have those men arrested. Well, now, Mr. Kent, ordinarily I'd agree with you. But uh, under the circumstances, I don't see how I can. What do you mean, under the circumstances? Well, for one thing, this wasn't actually no mutiny at all. The men were scared, Mr. Kent. Scared because they claimed they heard the whistler aboard ship. That's all it was. Whatever the reason, Barnaby, they attempted to take this ship, and that's mutiny. Aye, Mr. Kent, but, uh... Well, I'm a seafaring man, and you're not, and maybe I understand these things better than you. Now, this crew of ours, they're fine men, Mr. Kent, fine men. It's just of this whistler business, uh, hearing that so-called spirit whistling in the night, uh, got on the nerves. I guess you say is how they didn't know what was going on for a time there. All they knew was they wanted to turn the ship for home and get back to land as quick as possible. Well, they still want to get back, don't they? No, sir, Mr. Kent, they don't. I've talked to them. I've taken the liberty of telling them that I'm their new master. I see. Now, all I'm asking is this. Keep on with this here around-the-world cruise. Forget the men ever tried to take the ship. I promise you... I'll keep them in hand from now on. I don't know, Barnaby. Now, believe me, sir, I know what I'm talking about. If the San Jose escorts us into Caracas, there'll be an investigation. You and young Jimmy and all the rest of us will spend the next six months in Caracas waiting for this case to come to trial. All because the lad was a little foolhardy. Well, all right, Barnaby. I'll do as you suggest. Thank you, sir. I, uh, I'll be getting up on deck to make ready for the San Jose. Uh, she'll be coming alongside, too. Right. I'm not the fool you think I am, Barnaby. You're after something yourself. I wonder what it is. Well, one way of finding out is to let you think you're having things your own way. When the right time comes, I can always step in as Superman. Clark Kent is right, of course. Teak Barnaby, who, as you remember, tried to buy the Clara M. from Editor White, is certainly after something aboard the old clipper ship. But what can it be? Have you any idea? Be sure to hear the next episode for further developments of our mysterious adventure with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.